Dungeoneers! Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that you're still listening to after all this time. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master. I'm the one who runs the game, and I'm joined, as always, by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here. I guess he hasn't quite driven off our listeners with all of his nonsense. Oh, you think I'm full of nonsense? Yeah, that's kind of your whole bit. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Janelle is here as well. I really like knowing that at least one person listens to this show after we're all done with it. Yeah, and I even take pre and post notes. Not that it ever shows because I still forget things that we do, but I do try. And we appreciate it. Nate is here too. Would you believe that this boy doesn't actually listen to our own show? Have you heard Daniel's jokes? (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, can't can't say I really blame you, Nate. It's painful enough the first time. (laughs) Well, Joel is here too, and well, he outright told me to my face that he would never listen to anything I ever made. You're a hack, Josh. (laughs) That makes sense. I don't, I mean, there's not an ounce of creativity I, I see in anything you do. <laughs> well, I guess, kind of you sad, know what, actually. the audience sees it, you see it, and I guess now, I see it. Yeah, good. And I'm going to pretend like I didn't, so let's move on. <laughs> Finally, we have AJ. Now this guy, this guy begs for more episodes, like, a lot. I just... I'm just trying to get the, the the numbers up, man. I I I I just I need it. I need it every week, and I just I need more. We just we need to do more, like like seven episodes a day. That'd be that'd be like minimum for us. I just I love your creativity, and I just I love it. You're like a hundred percent creative. It's just I wish we could all be like you. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think Edge is just trying to make sure his characters don't get killed. I just really like my dog. <laughs> Well, time to add that to my list. Oh. Of things to save? We'll see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretend that's a yes. Well, anyway, how are you guys all doing this week? How are you, Josh? Full of self-doubt. Great. No, I'm doing pretty good, Daniel. Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, that is just great. Yeah. It, is, it is getting very, very warm, and I don't like it. I think I'm the only one who probably enjoys the warm weather. It's 107 over here. That's gross. (laughs) Joel, what were you going to say? Nothing. Ah, come on. I'll never tell. Ah, come on. (laughs) Hey, okay, here. Come come over here. Come out in the hallway. Yeah. What? Yeah, what What were you going to say? I mean, you weren't going to tell them about the, but you weren't going to tell them about the plan, right? Well, no, I wasn't going to say anything about that. Okay, good. Yeah, because I was. It kind of sounded like you were gonna say something about the plan. No, no, but I've I've got the frogs right here. Oh, okay, good. All right. As soon as the moment comes, you you shove those suckers in their throats. Yeah. All right. <laughs> funny joke, Joel. Wow. Yeah. I really love talking about the mall. Me yeah, too. Hey, hey, hey Janelle, uh, can you come, can you come over here when I when I talk to you really quick? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> yeah. What. So what's 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 Daniel up to? He's been acting a little weird lately. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I do know that I overheard him and Joel talking like really late yesterday. Uh, something about 
Kermit, I think, or frogs. I don't know. There's a lot of croaking. Is he is he pl- is he planning more nonsense? Oh, that's how he survives. That's that's what he thrives from. Like that's his essence of life. So yes, I can guarantee. Oh, oh man, that's okay. Well, thanks. So anyway, yeah, that, that's great, Janelle. Glad to hear it. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> all right. Well, with all that out of the way, you guys ready to play some D and D, roll some dice, lose some characters? What? That's probably not going to happen this week. Oh, thank God. Might not. Wait, we're not playing D&D this week? <laughs> no, we're playing D&D. We're just... He's not oh, okay. outright trying to kill us as much as he normally does. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. All right. So without further ado, and with no more segues, or asides, or whatever the heck this intro was, Frogs. let's get started. So before we dive in and get Daniel wet, I'm going to give a quick recap, and then we'll jump into the action. So last episode, you guys took Arter the Changeling into the tunnels beneath the town and begin to make your way towards Lady Hecate's Keep, kind of weaving your way through the tunnels and sloshing through the mud and water. And along the way, you failed to successfully navigate a safe path through the ruins and were attacked by a swarm of giant rats. After almost losing some of your party members to the fight in the beginning, you were able to easily blast them away with some magic and proceeded to wipe them off the map. Then, you picked up your prisoner and you continued on your way towards Lady Hecate's dungeon. So now, we'll jump into the scene. So we see a dark room. It's very dank and wet. You can hear water dripping down the walls. We can see the stone bricks of the dungeon, and through the flickering of a torch light, we can see the bars of a cell cast on the wall. And in the middle of this cell, there is just a simple chair, a wooden chair, and sitting in this chair is Gunner, bound tight, And looking up at his captor, he's muddy, some blood and some bruises. And he he looks up at this figure and he says, Well, what do you want to know? And the camera pans and we see Gunner looking down at Gunner with an annoyed look on his face. Possibly a hint of anger and desperation. And he reaches down. And Gunner grabs Gunner by the shirt and shakes him and pulls him close. What did you do when you were out there inspecting Zavel? Well, I inspected Zavel. Well, clearly you didn't do a well enough job. <laughs> See what I did there? That was very good. Yes, very good indeed. Down to business. Why don't you tell me? And Gunner gets really close to Gunner. How did V get in here? And the camera pans around, and we see Theo, Aegon, Vez, and Jasper just very confused looking at the scene going on in front of them and kind of zoom out a little bit. And we see that we are in one of the cells in Lady Hecate's dungeon. You guys have Artur the Changeling still bound and sitting in a chair. And things are not going so well. He is taken to mocking 
you by shifting his form ever since you got here. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I was so lost. I thought I missed an episode or something. <laughs> this is honestly getting very annoying. Like, I know it's a pretty good tactic, but like, also, it's just annoying. Gunner? Vat, Fio. Okay, that's you. Wait, but, but, but wouldn't the, the fake one respond first so that he could confuse you? Aegon, we tied up Artor in the chair before he shifted. We know it's him. How can we be sure he didn't cast a spell on us or something and swap out for the real gunner? Go punch them both in the face and then we'll see how they react and I'm sure that will tell you. I don't take well to violence, Fez. Fia runs up and slaps them. <laughs> the gunner in the chair just starts sobbing and crying and whining. Before Fio even <laughs> gets over to real gunner, gunner runs into the corner and starts cowering. <laughs> Theo still slaps the, the gunner in the chair just to make sure <laughs> yeah he, he uh, yelps and then just shifts back into his changeling form oh phew okay gunner I figured that was the case you, you always run really fast but okay we're good huh. you know th- this isn't always the best way to figure things out you don't have to scare me like that Artura you're a dick <laughs> Artur uh, looks up at you, um, now back in his changeling form, and he says, Well, until you can guarantee my safety, I don't have any reason to tell you anything. I I don't think you're in, the, in a position to negotiate. What, what if we just took you to a high building and just dropped you? Well, I, I'll probably be executed anyway. Well, you don't know that. That's, that, that's a that's a wetty, dire assumption. And he just raises his eyebrow and he says, "You've met Lady Hecate, right?" Yeah, kind of a horn dog, but n- nice, uh, nice other than that. Well, and he, it's it's also like a law that criminals be, will be executed. Like that's a thing, you know. Like you know, you seem lucky enough to be able to do whatever the fuck you want, but you know us. Us normal folk, and he tries to air quotes, or but he can't because he's all bound up. <laughs> Actually, there are consequences, even if we were acting under the best intentions. In my case, protecting my sister. How is taking over a bunch of people, having them augmented against their will, controlled, protecting your sister? No, I didn't do any of that. I was threatened thought we already talked about this like two episodes ago. Why didn't you just tell her to move? And you think that would work? You think Smills wouldn't have been able to find her? I mean, at least she would have been aware of what the risks were. You just kept her in the dark and killed people? Well, yeah. Fez. Have Have you met the people in this town? Yes, they're all idiots, but that's that's a different point. Fez. What? Gunner walks out of the cell. Uh, group huddle, gather bound. Not, not you, Artur. You, you, you stay bound up in there. Good boy. Okay. I think what we need is a good cop, bad cop routine. You really think that's going to work on him? I'll be bad cop. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that will work on him. Never mind. Bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> yes. But, but about. No, we're 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 in a we're in a huddle kind of 
whispering, I imagine. Trying to... Yeah, Tuo's trying to get up in the huddle, too. No, Tuo, you would be too good of a cop. Um, Yeah, I I like this. What about Fio is good cop, and Jasper is bad cop. I like that. I'm not a I'm not a cop. I'm a I'm a firefighter. That's why you get to be the good cop because you have a very hard time being mean. Well, I. That's a compliment. Oh, okay. You're a good person, Fio. Please don't change. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, Fio, I I don't think you have the heart for it. You know, Aegon, you'd probably be much better than Fio, right? What? I thought Hold you on. wanted him to be the good cop, Gunner. Yeah, I, I can be a good cop. I, I could I could do can it. You? Theo would make a great good cop. Yeah, here, let me. I'll yeah. show you. And he walks back into the cell. Hey, Artur. Uh, yes. You know what? You, you are great, and you can help us out a lot if you want. If you know, because we like need your help. And you, you know what? You like freedom, right? I'd very much say so, yes. Yeah, so like you know what what am I ask guys, what am what am I asking him for? I'd feel that that was a very good first quarter. But why don't we have somebody else go in? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah. We'll get him in the second half, don't worry. I'm glad I'm gonna he looks back to Archer. I'm gonna get you in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> it's just High five. Being incompetent cop. <laughs> no other <laughs> cop. Fio goes back and tags Aegon or whoever in. He just high fives him real quick. Yeah. P- perhaps we should start with the bad cop. Okay. Jasper, do do your thing. I just need to be alone with him for a little bit. Um, maybe not that bad of a cop. Fio <laughs> <laughs> oh. can watch. What? It, what? What would they watch? Basically, make sure he doesn't kill him. But why would he do that, dude? Jasper, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. Jasper just looks at you with big eyes and goes, "Why would I kill him?" See, he gets it. Theo, um, okay, you know what? What do we have to lose? He's not saying anything anyway. Hmm. I mean, I normally would kind of consider myself a bit gray on the morality scale, but. Jasper is probably like, I don't know, pitch black. Mm? <laughs> he was ready to just leave town for money. Yeah, but but that, that's what we need. We, we, we need a mover and shaker in this organization. We, we need someone to really get in there and move things around. Do you know what I mean? Like his organs? Like, is that what you mean? Because that's probably what we're going to get. G- oh Gunner smirks, he says. Bingo. Why would I want to get my clothes all dirty? <laughs> you know what? Fine. Gonna, if he hurts him or psychologically damages him to the point of no return, this is on you. Ben, we'll see. And Gunner just kind of walks around the corner. He, oh, he wants to give Jasper and Fio their privacy. I'm, uh, I'm still not sure about this, but I suppose I'll trust you for now. Dagon will follow, uh, Follow Gunner. I'll need to get some things real fast. Jasper's gonna look for a cup of water and a chair. Oh god. Theo sits next to Artur. Oh, he must be thirsty. And he he looks at Theo and he says, You know, you just need to guarantee my safety and I'll be willing to help. 
Well, you are you... safe. That's why. That's why no. I brought you here. I, I mean, as in, let like either let me go when we're done, or at least ensure that I won't be hung. Well, I don't know why you'd be hung. I I I wasn't gonna hang you. While they're doing this, Vez is going to grab Aegon, and she looks at Gunner, and she like, from her eyes to his eyes, you watch him and you make sure he doesn't scar Fio for the rest of his life. Aegon, <laughs> I think you're going to be my best bet since Fio's in there. We need to go talk to Lady Hecate. Of course. Sure. So that after Vez leaves with Aegon, Jasper comes back and sets a chair down and a little bit of water sloshes out of the cup of water he's carrying. I'd get clean water. Okay, so yeah, it's clean water, man. Are you thirsty? Yeah, I'm parched. Not you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you thirsty, Artur? Um, a, a little, but I don't. I don't trust you enough to drink from that cup. I take a sip of it, a little bit, and say, "Do you trust it now?" No, I don't. I don't trust you. I don't trust your menacing glare. I'm just trying to be polite. O- okay. Well, politeness doesn't save lives, so it doesn't. That's what I learned years ago, unfortunately. So, Jasper just sits in the chair, just gets it close to him in front of him and says, Unlike the rest of them, I don't really care if you just leave this town with your sister. I could help you, too. Don't think what you did was necessarily that bad. But we need information first. And he tries to lean forward a little bit and he says, Well, finally we're making progress. I'm willing to help if you can guarantee that I can leave. How many, how many times do I have to say that? Yes, and I'm listening. So how do I know that you can guarantee that for me? How do I know that the rest of your friends won't just overrule you? I can be persuasive. Well, speaking of being persuasive, Nate, why don't you have Jasper give a... Is this a deception or a persuasion? He's actually being very genuine. Okay, so why don't you give me a persuasion check? He's not good at either anyway, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Theo is just bewildered. He's very confused about what the conversation is going on. And his whole goal is to cast spells to do this. He's still too low. (laughs) Oh, you, you, okay. So you you don't have any spells you can cast quite yet to do that? No, unless I just charm him, but I don't see the point in that really as much. At least not yet. That's an 18. Okay, he kind of relaxes a little bit and he says, well, all right. Maybe I can trust you a little bit. How about how about this? He leans forward. I give you some information now, while your friends are away, and I'll give you the rest of it after you unbind me, and perhaps you can escort me to another location, and then I can part ways afterwards. We will still need to be bound at all times, but we can at least remove you from the chair. Well, I'd prefer to be unbound, and allowed to leave after I give you the second half. Let me hear the first half of the information. If it is juicy, we have a deal. If it is not juicy, you'll just go to Lady Hecate. But I warn you, if I think it's wrong, you'll be answering to me. Okay, fair enough. And he looks at Jasper in the eyes. What would you like to know first? Why is Smills here? I don't entirely know, but I can tell you that ever since he changed, ever since like whatever happened 
to make him into what he was or is now. He's been very, very wrapped up in his blade works business, his surgical tools, his trade with other cities, and with some other more, I don't know, shady business. He's taken some court cases that, you know, normally wouldn't, and has demanded goods be shipped or moved or surrendered based off of my my best guess, falsified charges. And it it just seems to me like he's been funneling supplies and equipment to Alcina. Jasper puts out a little pen and paper and begins taking notes. Okay. And he says, that's the first half of that information. Thank you. So other cities are believed to be involved? Yes. Okay. Is this a goal in order to get more power and influence in the area? Or is it more of just an underlying evil? It doesn't seem to me like Smills was building any extra power here. Okay. Jasper's just going to sit back in his chair and think for a little bit, and then look at him. You can imagine that I am one of a machine myself. I have never seen such intricacy before. Do you have any idea where it came from? You mean the the things that he put in those people? Yes, and then Jasper leans forward and removes his face. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> to show that he is but pure machine himself. Okay, you remo- Jasper removes his face, okay? Uh, <laughs> did you think, yeah, you thought the other way. No, I thought you thought that, because you reacted <laughs> so... No, no, no. I was just just throw it off. It's just, that's creepy. Yeah. So yeah, he kind of stiffens up and like jerks back a little bit. He kind of like shakes his head and he says, Oh, well, that was creepy. I can tell you that Smills, and he's still staring at Jasper's empty face. It looks like he's having trouble focusing enough to to talk while he can see all of your inner workings clicking and moving around. (laughs) Then at that point, I'll put it back on. And say, I guess you know a secret of mine now. Okay, shakes his head a little bit. He's like, okay, that was weird. Um, (laughs) Well, I can tell you that Smills would spend time alone with the people he had captured. And he would always have one of those things with him. You called it a storm cloud, I believe. Yes, the taco. Yeah, the Japanese word for octopus. I got you. Um, <laughs> but you take one of those, and then he would come out, and Smills would have blood all over his mouth and face. And I don't know what went on in there, but whatever he did, he never brought any extra supplies in with him. Whatever he did, he just did. Before he converted them? are you talking about or the pile of dead corpses we saw well no, i never i never witnessed any of that like i only witnessed the the living people okay you've been pretty nice and i guess i should tell you some things that i know so at least we can be on the same page your sister is rightfully worried about you as you could expect 
I have helped mm. paid for transportation so that she may leave. But she has asked that you go with her. Well, okay. He's got kind of a weird look, and he says, Well, true, I was protecting her, but it has been a very long time since we've spoken. I understand that, but she was concerned for you. Basically, if we are to let you go, it is expected that you at least go with her, at least for the first little bit. All right, so now I think we're going to cut to Vez and Aegon. You guys make your way up the stairs out of the dungeon and through the keep, and you make your way into the medical ward where Lady Hecate is. And you walk into the room. There's a single doctor in the room as well, but he leaves when Hecate looks up at you guys and just she waves her hand for him to leave and then positions herself up on her uh, pillows and says, well, did, did you find him? Oh, yeah, he's in the dungeon with Jasper and Fio and sort of Gunnar. He's, like, around. Oh, well, spectacular. That is absolutely spectacular. Here, I give me give me some, some parchment and a pen. I will call my torturer. No, no, no. Um, that's actually what we're here to talk to you about. And she kind of, like, shoves Aegon. Right, Aegon? And she, like, shoves him forward <laughs> to try to... <laughs> yes, uh, we were hoping that... You may grant the poor man clemency. Absolutely not. Oh. Actually, give me another piece of parchment. I need to call for the executioner as well. Oh. Well, well now, Lady Hecate, remember, you should you should always forgive those that 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 wrong you first. I do not forgive people who come into my town, kill my townsfolk, and threaten my position. And she gives a very sharp look to Aegon. He only sort of did that. He was actually threatened uh, by Smills that Smills was going to kill his whole family if he didn't cooperate and that he would basically hunt them down and murder them all. And that matters how? And she looks at Vez. Because it's his family. If someone threatened to do that to your father, would you not comply if you knew that they were absolutely in every way more powerful than you and would in fact carry out the task? No, I would plot a way to take them down. The law is I think the law. you missed the part where I said is absolutely more powerful than you in every single way. And she leans forward and she says, well, I don't think I would ever be put into that position, Vez. <laughs> okay, so then why didn't you take down Smills quickly because you are absolutely more powerful and wouldn't have been a problem? Because I told you, I have to deal with matters of state first. I don't think you would understand, because you are a child, but my time is taken up by a lot of work and a lot of politics. And I try my best. I really do, Fez. Mm -hmm. You may not believe it, but I try my best. So you leave children to clean up your dirty work that you don't want to do. The man just wanted to save his family... Smills was not very kind about what he was going to do. He described in great detail how he was going to remove the rest of his family. Was it great? No. Was it absolutely horrendous? Yes. But he has a lot of information, and the only way he's going to give us this information is if we can make him some sort of deal. Unless you just have all this information already and you're just not sharing. No. 
That's why I said get the information from him and then I will execute him for crimes against the city. Well, we're not going to get the information. We're just going to have another dead body. Well, you have obviously not had the experience I have had. My men are very skilled at what they do. Well, I can tell you this also. If you kill him without offering any sort of deal, I know you have the hots for Feel, but Feel will absolutely never look at you that way ever if you do that. Oh, man. He doesn't like just outright murder. And she looks at Vez and she says, Vez, you're familiar with a legal system, correct? Vaguely, yes. (laughs) So you know that you can't just excuse somebody from a major crime for any reason. I don't I don't like people to get away with, with all sorts of stuff all the time. That's illegal, questionable. I don't see what your point is. The legal system is mm, moderate at best. But you have to set an example. Does anyone even know what was going on? Who are we setting an example for if no one knows what happened? The people in this town are scared. Yes. Okay. They have been kicked up into a flurry of activity. Things aren't going too hot right now. They need to know that their leadership has solved the problem and taken care of the one behind it. All right? And we did, and then you're just going to make an example out of somebody who really wasn't behind it. But who was involved. Yes, but you're just going to blame it all on him, and then they're going to be very confused and worried that their guard can be infiltrated, and everything's a lie. And then they're going to start killing each other again, thinking everyone's a changeling. Fergus almost died because of that. And she just stares down Vez, and she says, Vez, it is very obvious that you have never been in a leadership position ever in your life. That's cool, but I'm also trying to get information. And I think you're missing the fact that I said I can get that information. I don't need you to do that. Well, okay then. I guess we'll let you do your thing. And she just sort of turns around, flips her ponytail, and walks right on out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what Aegon's going to do, but... (laughs) I think Aegon's just going to, before following Vez, he's going to turn around to Lady Hecate and say, Lady, you would do well to remember that... The law is not always the answer. Sometimes you have to be a person. (laughs) And then he'll walk out too. All right. And we'll cut to Gunner and Tuo sitting around the corner. Tuo's just looking up at Gunner, panting. And Gunner can just hear, like, can't make out what's being said, but he can hear Jasper's voice, like, ever so slightly making its way around the corner to him. He's just kind of in the middle of these two events with nothing to do. What do you think's going on in there? Do you think he's plucking his eyeballs out? That, is, that, that would be kind of gross, actually. Oh, I hope he's not doing that. Tua, you don't think he's doing that, do you? Tua just whines and <laughs> lays down on the ground, puts his head between his paws. Hmm. Well, I, I don't think he's doing that. Frankly, I, I, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, Jasper kind of scares me a little bit. Uh, 2-0 looks up and his ears swivel a little bit in agreement. So we'll cut back over to Jasper and Theo. Farmer Rolf, the girl that was outside, the shoe salesman, the assistant to the tavern, 
Why these specific people? Well, Smills didn't tell me much about his plans. But the people he chose were in prime positions to get more people. The girls at the tavern, everyone goes to the tavern. The servant in the palace gives him access to people in the palace. A merchant, a cobbler, perfect for kidnapping people if they come into his shop. Could have been any merchant with a shop. As for Rolf, I, it seems to me he was just an unfortunate victim. So it was all just to expand more. I presume so. Expand more, maybe give him access to more people, I guess. Like, it, it felt... And he stops for a second... It felt like he was building some sort of network here. Because with these with these people under his control, he could influence them. Sometimes subtly, and sometimes more directly. I think in the end, given a year, two years, I think he would have he would have directed so much around this town, dictated what happens. He would have controlled the economy. He would have controlled the exports. It would just been a matter of time. And yes, that point he had traveling merchants and other stuff. Since you said he's already sending his supplies to other cities. Yes, exactly. The thing I still don't know is whether it started here, or is Mr. Smills just another person? The machines came from somewhere. And he leans forward and he says, well strike a deal with me and I can help with that because I know who Mr. Smills worked the most closely with and I can tell you that person is not here in Brimpton. I like the sound of this. Let me go talk to my friends. Fia will keep you company. I'm sure you'll have a great time. The water's here after all. And then Jasper will just basically move the chair back nicely Mm -hmm. and begin to walk out of the gate. All right. And Artur looks over at Fio and he says, um, you can have that water if you want it. <laughs> Fio looks back at him, relaxes a little bit, leans over and then throws up on the side. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that was so intense. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to. He goes over and, and grabs the water and drinks like all of it. Ugh. Artur tries to hop his chair a little further away from your puddle. <laughs> Oh my god, I don't even need anything. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so we'll cut back to the rest of the group. Everyone except for Theo converges on Gunner and 2-0's position. Okay, now Jasper, I, I don't know yes. what you did, but I've been thinking. I think there is a pig farm on the outside of town, so if there is a dead body, me, me might want to leave it there. You know, you know what I mean? I am assuming you killed this person. If he was dead, I would have gone back into the sewers and fed him to the rats. They're not sewers, Nate. They're, they're ruins. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fair point. And then look at my hands. They not clean. Do you, do you mean physically or metaphorically? Because th- those are the two very different answers. I'll just be blunt. I hate Lady Hecate. I would rather have this person go free, and he will tell us the stuff than help her. 
Jasper, can, can you keep a secret? Yes, I'm the best at secrets. Honestly, I... S- sometimes it is very easy for me to, you know, and Gunnar kind of does a... like a finger across the neck motion. But then when I get to know people and, like, I get kind of involved, I, I get a little squeamish about the idea of, you know, watching them, you know, get hurt. So I, I just... I... I... I, I I don't really want him to die, you know? In a weird way, I almost kind of like him. He's nice, you know? I agree. I mean, Vesnagon are also back now, too, just in case you guys want to chime in. Um, well, she's definitely going to kill him. She will, actually, she'll torture him, and then she's going to kill him. We tried and failed very badly, mostly my fault, um, (laughs) as per usual with her, but... She makes me very angry, and she insults me constantly. So that's the relationship that we now have. So I'm down. I don't like her either, Jasper. So <laughs> if you think you can find some way to get him out and have him give us the answers, that's great. But do remember that she has this city on lockdown. And when her hand is forced to move, she'll move it when it's convenient for her. You know, so... I think we can get Theo to distract her for a while. We can go through the sewers, and he can remain invisible. Sorry, the runes. Uh, sorry to break up this little plan, but don't don't we still need like some kind of uh, vision from her for to to see where where our destinies will lead? We could just figure them out on our own, like everybody else. I don't like divination as much. It ruins the fun of figuring things out yourself. Mm. If we at least look at it this way, she's going to obey the law and always put herself first in this situation. That's an ally that will not be one forever in the grand scope of things. He at least is, I would say, honest and did it for the people he loved. That is at least someone that would most likely stick by your side in the long term. I would also like to remind you guys that he is also a criminal. <laughs> but so is part of our group at this point. Yeah, I was going to say, though, that is a good point. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, like, get in line, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's a good point, Jasper. I I don't want to because I, I'm, I'm unsure, but I, I think we can trust him. I mean, at least as far as you can throw him, so... Which is probably further than her. At least she doesn't sick cats to follow us around. Oh my god, thank you. Preach it, am I right? Like, oh my god. Speaking of which, where is my pet? Yeah, Master has been with you guys the whole time, but he has been acting like a normal cat. Yes, yes. There's a, there's a possibility that with being on her, her painkillers, Lady Hecate would probably have a hard time using her powers to see through Master. Now, do do we know how far that reaches? Like, let's say, for example, if we eventually go to, like, I don't know, some other part of the country, she can't see the cat on the other side of the continent, right? And why don't you give me an Arcana check? Oh, goody. Gunner's Arcana. And... Wow. Well, there's no coming back from that. That's a natural one, so... <laughs> no. Gunner has no idea. Yeah, so Gun- Gunner doesn't know. He hasn't encountered this kind of magic before. Hmm. 
I mean, we could always try to have both of them be our friends and have Theo go and ask her nicely, I guess, and maybe because she likes him more, she'll be more agreeable. Yeah, I, I, I've got an idea. D- does anyone have any baby oil? And Gunnar runs over and starts pulling off Theo's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you? What are you doing? Artur, Artur is just looking like, hey, not, not, not here. Yeah. Go, get your own cell. I've got like one shirt, Gunnar. Lucky for you, I took the cantrip produce baby oil. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we need. Well, we we probably don't have enough time anyway. Uh. You you do not have time to oil up Theo to make him look like a bodybuilder. (laughs) He'll have to go as is. We can have Theo just run for a little bit and lift a little bit of weights real fast to help his muscles pop out a little bit. What are you guys talking about? We've been sitting here for like five minutes waiting for you. Come on, take off my shirt. Maybe do push-ups. What is happening? <laughs> Theo, so we talked to Lady Hecate, and she's a no-go for doing anything but torture and execution. What? So we were wondering, since she, you seem to be her favorite. I don't, I mean. Would you be willing to ask her nicely if she would maybe not do that? But I mean, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't like that idea. That I mean, he's a he's a scumbag, and he looks back at Arator, and you did despicable things, pretty sure. But I, I mean, oh, oh geez, this is a lot. Watch out for the puddle <laughs> over there. Did you? Never mind. So those are kind of our options. We either choose a side, or we, or Fia, you try to convince her to do something in the middle. I don't uh, know. Okay. Maybe we could convince her to just like put him in prison for a while instead of just straight up murdering or executing him. I don't know. Yeah, I would much rather not be executed. <laughs> We're trying, okay? What do you say, Fio? I, and and if she still says no, what? Then what? Pl- we'll do Plan B, and we'll tell you what Plan B is as soon as you get back. Um. Because we don't oh. know what plan B is either. We'll okay. think of it. I'll, uh, I guess I'll go up then? Uh, here, I'll do some push-ups. I'll do some push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but, wait a so, minute. Let, let me sit on your back. Yeah, good good call. I need some res- resistance. Okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. Push. 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 Here we go. That's seven. Hey, eight. 90 degree angle. D- t- oh, jeez. Every time with you. Yeah. 90 hey, degrees. Hey, head up. Head up. No, what is with you? You don't even do push-ups. Yeah, but I I know bad push-ups when I see one. Come on. Yeah, I bet. I bet. I bet. Yeah. I, I. Hey, I I can do push-ups too. And, and Gunner gets off and starts doing push-ups. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh God, oh exercise. Can we? Oh God, I don't think this is going to work because I made a lot of mistakes when we were talking. What did you What did you do? I told her you weren't going to like her very much if she just did this. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, it wasn't a lie. It just wasn't a very good thing to do. It's not, it's, it was low. It was low, it was very low, and I shouldn't have done it. But here we are doing the next worst thing. So continue on, I guess. <laughs> okay, he wraps up his push-ups. Uh, and he, uh, he, he's like, okay, I'll, I'll go upstairs and give it a shot. And then I'll, I'll run back down as, as soon as I know. I think that's good. Okay. And Fio goes. Okay, so we need to come up with plan B because this is not going to work. She is someone in power, so she's not going to stoop to this. We need to think. Oh, I thought that he was just a distraction to 
help us let him go and, and get a head start. Yeah. Uh, Artur, can can you turn into Fio? Oh, wait, but only Fio can release him, right? <laughs> no, no. Uh, you just have to speak the command word. And I think actually Vez is the one who threw it. So technically, I think yeah. it'd be Vez who does it. Because it's not like a, it's not a tunable thing. Oh, okay. All right. So we'll cut to Fio. Fio strides into the medical room. And he sees Lady Hecate's bed is empty. Oh, crap. And she is standing near one of the windows, kind of supporting herself on the frame, looking out. You can see the there's some sunlight coming in. The storm's kind of starting to clear up. There's still, like, the occasional droplets hit, hitting the window. But there's streaks of sun are starting to make their way through the clouds. And she doesn't turn to look at Fio when he comes in. She just says, hello, Fio. Oh, hey. What's up, Lady Hecate? And he's like, tries to oh. beef himself up a little oh bit. My God. And, like, oh, my God. Just like a little bit. Like he does the thing where he folds his arm, his hands under his arms and like flexes his hands to <laughs> kind of make his muscles pop a little bit more. Hey. <laughs> you look you're looking great. You look, you look better. Man, she's just looking out the window and she says, have you ever loved someone, Fio? Yeah. Yeah, I have. And he relaxes a bit. Have you ever lost them? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I have. I wasn't born into nobility, Fio. I fell in love with local noble, who was take on the role of Marquis. And... That's how I gained my place here. I inherited my power. He was killed about five years ago. Maybe six. Try not to think about it. He was killed by a, I don't know who you want to call him, a, a local hero, a man who took it upon himself to rob from the rich and give to the poor. You know, that whole shtick. And granted, he was justified. At that time, my husband did have corrupt men in his court. There were people taking advantage of common folk. And there were some shortages in food. And he would rob and give to them with good intentions to help them. Until my husband finally decided it was time to maybe you know bring it down a little bit we have laws and we follow laws because we need order this man did not think that he could continue helping people while my husband petitioned and campaigned to stop this so he killed him he killed my husband so that he could continue to feed his people now Theo, i can understand how Maybe your friends empathize with this man you have in my dungeon. But let me tell you, anybody can do bad things with good intentions. It doesn't make it right. Other people get hurt. That is why I can't allow this to continue forward. I'm... And he looks her in the, in the eyes, and he has his own sad eyes go, going on, because it just breaks his heart to hear all this. I'm so sorry. I... I didn't know that you were hurting this bad. 
And Theo goes on the bed behind her. I, I think I understand. I, I don't understand a lot, obviously. I, I, I do know that I'm tired. Ha, I'm very tired. Uh, I'm, I'm also really, really, uh, tired of fighting this, this, this week. <laughs> and I'm tired of the bloodshed. I'm tired of bad people doing bad things to good people. So I, I get it. I, I get it. I, I don't know what the answer is, Lenny Hecate, and I really admire you and your leadership roles. I mean, it's uh, I, my fire captain back back in Longavater. He was a lot like you. He very strong, very. I, I don't know what the answer is, and I don't think I ever would know what the answer is. But I still have to ask if there's any way that this can have another resolution than more death. I. I would be very grateful. My heart would be very grateful. Why don't you give me a persuasion check? Okay. Let's see. What is my persuasion? Not amazing, but it's not a detriment. That is a 16? Lady Hecate continues to look out the window, and she says, I don't think I can do that for you. There are always ways to help people without hurting others. I understand that sometimes it doesn't always work that way. I know more than anyone, this world isn't black and white. But this man came into my town, endangered my people, and helped threaten my leadership. And I will not just let that go. Theo will get up from the bed and uh, go to her side, trying to look out the window too a little bit. Is it morning or afternoon or what time is it? It's like evening, probably seven, eight o'clock. Gotcha. It's like sunset light is what's making its way through the clouds. Gotcha. I'll look out a little bit and and say, although I, I disagree, I understand. And if that sun is any indicator, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a new day tomorrow. And I I wish you the best of luck with everything going forward. I think my troop and I will be leaving soon. I don't know if they still want to have a reading or if we'll just kind of stay for the night kind of thing, but we should probably leave too. We haven't exactly been welcomed by the populace, but I'm grateful we have met you. And I just want to say thank you. And he holds his hand out for like a handshake. And she kind of gingerly shifts her body, kind of like clutches her stomach area with her left hand and shakes your hand with her right and says, you're a good man, Theo. I wish you the best of luck on your journey. Thank you. Do you mind if I grab my friends and maybe we'll make our way to just kind of hang out in the, one of the rooms upstairs just to kind of patch ourselves up? We're pretty banged up from getting getting back there. There's a there's a bunch of rats in the in like the, the underground. It's, they're nasty. They got big teeth. Well, I suppose I will be sending some guardsmen down there to clean out the, the tunnels. Or maybe maybe I shouldn't do that. I don't want them all knowing that there are tunnels down there. Well, we took out a good chunk of them. I mean, there's like, like seven, to like 12, 15 rats. I mean, they're big. They're like the size of two old. Hmm. Well, yes, anyway, to answer your question, Theo, yes, you, you may rest here for the night. I will send my guardsmen down to collect uh, your, the culprit. Okay. 
Also, I puked down there. Uh, just heads up. <laughs> I'm just gonna like cover that up with some hay. Oh my god. Just. It was really intense, and I just I haven't eaten anything all day. I just I want to let you know that's like last thing. Thanks again. <laughs> You're the best, Lady Hecate. Bye. <laughs> You're the best. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love you. Sure, sport. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll cut back to everyone, including Theo, down in the dungeon. <clears throat> okay, guys, so good news, bad news. Good news, we still have rooms upstairs. Bad news, she's not budging much, but she, like, you know, we, we looked at, like, the sunset, and it was pretty cool, <laughs> and and I think, you know, there's a future still. Artur, uh, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he then goes to kick over some hay on, onto the puddle of puke that, that was over there. <laughs> Then perhaps it's time that we let him go now and ask forgiveness later. What? Well, that's well, that's plan B. That's my plan B. Oh well, she's like sending guards to come down here to collect them uh, after we head up and get to our rooms. Well, so be it. I will defer to the the rest of you for your thoughts on the matter. I mean, if we let him go and we also don't go. <laughs> We might be the ones replacing him. Perhaps. Yeah, I, I think that. I mean, do we even know if they're going to do anything about it today? I mean, Fio did say she's sending her guards now. I don't know if she plans on doing... I mean, that would be a lot to do in just for the end of the day if she wants to make an example out of him. No, the, the, the connotation is supposed to be that they're going to replace you guys as the guards. Like, they're not just going to leave him down there alone. And they'll be torturing him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're not killing him today. They're just doing all the other things. Yeah, they're doing all the other horrible things. Yeah. What if we convince those gods to let us watch him? Well, I mean, I, I don't think she's going to do anything horrible today. I, maybe we could rest up for the night just to get our bearings, sleep on it. This seems like a really big decision. And reputation-wise, one way or the other, it's pretty, it's pretty big, guys. He was getting like really clammy and and hot because he's he's he didn't realize this was the option. He's starting to freak out a little bit. I mean, Fia, what would you do? Take a nap. Okay, but you know that they're gonna come down and they're going to torture him and they're probably going to kill him by the end of the week. I mean, I I don't know, Vez. I I. I, I, what I, would you be comfortable with? Because we're going to have to do something. Gunner interrupts. Master, just to make sure, why don't we move you? And Gunner picks up the cat and moves the cat to the end of the hallway and says, stay. <laughs> <laughs> Master just starts cleaning their paw. Okay. Gunner runs all the way back. Okay. I say, and he's whispering specifically so Artur can't hear him. Listen, I think Artur is just going to have to take one for the team, deal with it tonight, and then tomorrow we bust him out of here. So unprepared so far. Or I just turn him invisible and we just start heading out. But then they would know that we let him go. We would be leaving very quickly. We would be leaving the city very quickly. She has eyes and ears everywhere. And you must not forget, Jasper, that... Laszlo's still up there in the infirmary. Yeah. She sort of has him unintentionally hostage, 
Us only to take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, Fio's probably right. Leave him here tonight and see if we can figure something else out. I still believe that it's better to let him go and ask forgiveness. <laughs> but perhaps that's just the way I think. And it's very noble and very moral, but not all of us are as selfless as you are, Aegon, obviously, as we did not become priests. <laughs> Is this where we're supposed to say the true big brain plays to have Vez take his place so he can run away? No. Then we just cut Vez out. <laughs> she thought about that. Like, that thought did flicker through her mind. She's like, God, do I really want to sit through that all it night? It definitely flashed through Gunner's mind. Yeah. But. I mean, God, why am I? Okay, there's one other option, and I hate all of you, and I hate myself, but here we go. I could be him, but you guys have to get me out if you guys let me die. I'm not going to... Well, I guess I won't care because I'll be dead. But still, I will haunt you. Uh, uh, I, I don't like that idea because we... As much as I like him, we haven't exactly determined whether or not he's the, the most trustworthy. And honestly, I'm, I I feel like that's a, that's a high-risk, low-reward play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess I could always pretend to be one of the gods tomorrow and let him go. But then we're basically sacrificing that god. Unless we can make the play that he was the god and he somehow got out by mimicking one of them. Anyways, that's something to sleep on tonight. Yeah? It would be best to probably interrupt the execution like we did last time. I think that's also another good option. Cool, so bed, yeah? Yeah. Uh, oh, thank God. Gunner just kind of very sadly turns to Artur and then looks back at his friends and he's like, yeah, I, I guess so. I, I guess that's that's what we're going to do. Artur, we're going to have you take one for the team tonight. Sorry, bud, but like we are trying to deal with some very complicated things, but we'll be back before they try to kill you. <laughs> All right, so you guys hear some clinking and clanking as two guards approach and they nod at you so you guys are relieved of duty and you head back upstairs for a long long night's sleep We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.